Mr. Disrespect himself of the No Disrespect podcast. FIFO 24-7. Say the 24-7. Yep. Day, and, um, and thank you guys for subscribing. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, make sure you guys check out the No Disrespect podcast, the new Frames Per Second podcast, and is the mic still on dead in hip hop, dead in gaming, um, all that. So um, check that out, man, and and see you may find some stuff that you like. Um, we're gonna go ahead and jump into the this week's topic. It's um, surprisingly enough, uh, there is stuff to talk about because when I was thinking about last week and I was looking ahead, I was like, well, there's, there are no games. Yeah. So like, what's gonna happen? But. Sports never rest, man. We got nope. Antonio Brown popping off. Kyle sent us an article about the Hawks. You know, we're in Atlanta, so we definitely want to try to focus in a little bit more on them. Uh, Manny Machado signed. Um, that Kyler Murray. Money. Sure. My Kyler kid's Murray. definitely playing baseball. You Boy. know I'm Cuban, too? Is he the baseball? in the jeans, bud. Is he the baseball, soccer, or tennis? And golf. <laughs> golf, too. Yeah, golf, you can play golf. until you were in the dirt. Yep. And, of course, uh, <laughs> <laughs> And the uh, the All Star Weekend. So we're yeah. just going to recap the All Star Weekend real quick. You guys, um, if you guys, I know you guys, we're streaming on Facebook. Go to YouTube. You can watch our reactions live to the three point contest. Curry got off. Harris, uh, who else snapped? Um, uh, Buddy, Buddy Hill was there for. Buddy a Hill had a good first round. Yeah. Buddy Hill had a good first round. I think I was pretty. No, no, no. There was a third person. Nowitzki had a good moment. D- D- didn't Dame have a good round? No, 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 no. He nah, was out. He was nah, out at first. Kimball was out first. Uh, yeah, they, they, they were terrible. Uh, but yeah, you guys can see that. You guys can see that, man. And um, and of course the slam dunk competition. You guys can see us uh, react live to all of that. And um. Yeah, so that's it. So that covers all star the all star festivities. Also the uh skills challenge. Skills yeah, challenge. Yeah, skills challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that. So what we didn't do was the all star game. And shout out the NBA League Pass, man. Because I didn't watch the game live. I didn't watch the game live. Really? I watched it the following you know what made me go back and watch the game? I was gonna say, down. why did you even want to watch it anyway? I never watch it. Um but oh, why did I want to watch it? I just saw the headlines. LeBron, Team LeBron storms back to beat Team Giannis. And I was like, and they said they're in the second half, mm-hmm. and I think they gave a score showing that they were trailing like by 20 points or something like that. So I'm like, okay, what the hell happened? So I was curious. So I said, were they just playing around? You know, like, uh, were they just missing shots? Like, what was the story behind yeah. them coming back? And, um, and then I watched it, and, of course, you know, the – the superstar that's not a superstar to him, you know, got things going. Dame with with the three points, yeah. He, mm-hmm. he caught In that five. third quarter, man, from he, the logo, yeah. Mm. All right, but who got MVP? A superstar. Okay. They just gave it to him because he hit like four. He went yeah, four he, for four. He was the guy that closed out. Yeah, the game. he closed the game. That's what he. That's what he's paid to do, right? I understand, but all these, all of these guys. So, would you say that? Everybody that was here, obviously Dirk was a superstar. He, yeah. Last leg, mm-hmm. D-Wade was a superstar. Yeah. But everybody that was here was a super, is a superstar? Who, who? No. So who isn't a superstar? Kemba. Mm, okay. Um, Clay. I do have a question about Kemba, but that's later. That's about something Okay, else. Kemba, Clay. Uh, I'm trying to think. Bradley Bill. Oh, was, was Russell on the – yeah, Bradley Bill. Was D'Angelo Russell there? Yeah. Uh – I might have a starting five with that. <laughs> um, no, nah, it was a lot of non-superstars yeah. there. I'm trying to think who else was there. But it definitely was with stars. Um, That's all I can think off the top. I'm, I'm trying to think. 
Yeah, he's not a superstar. He's an all-star. Yeah, LaMarcus. Uh, that's probably about it. That's a, like a third of the teams. Yeah, but the superstars made it happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talking about Dame and Cl- Dame and Clay was it wasn't just I Dame. Mean, Clay, Clay did what he does, but Dame yeah, it was, was the spark. Dame was the spark. Clay started hitting, and so was Bradley. And Harden, yeah, Bradley was key too. Mm-hmm. Yep, Bradley hit like. And, three and then Harden hit key threes yes. for them. Let me get some back. The reason why we having this conversation because I think Dame Lillard, I respect him, but I do not think that he is a superstar. And the whole time he started hitting those threes from the logo. I was gonna text you guys. I was like, "No, nah, I'm gonna save it." I'm yeah, I'm gonna say you gonna say that. You gonna start breaking. But um, but nah, because I I got I'm watching a replay on Lead Pass. They had the whole thing. I'm like, and I just got hyped watching. I'm like, just mm-hmm. look at this dude. Look what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Like again, he's it was exciting, he's man. a phenomenal player. He's a phenomenal player. But to me, superstars is like I like can can you like someone who's not even a fan of the NBA or like a fan of the sports really can mm-hmm. they recognize them? And, and and I think for Dame you can. And I also think that superstar means that can you can this person be the centerpiece of your franchise, right? And I think Dame is definitely a centerpiece if, of a but franchise. But if that's the case, then what's the case? Then you're kind of saying Kemba is too. Then I think Kemba is borderline because I think because he's obviously borderline too. yeah because I, yeah. I there's obviously it's multifaceted, right? It's not just oh can you build around him? of course, but 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 at the end of the day, by himself, what can he do? Right, and I think that that also lends itself to if that person is a superstar or not. And I think at the bare minimum, even if you just have mediocre talent around you and you're the lone superstar, can you make the playoffs? Thank it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't matter like if you're AC, right? Because what happened when KD left and Russell's by himself? You got them playoffs. boys to the playoffs, yeah. and he averaged a triple dub. You know what I'm saying? So that's a superstar. Kemba's borderline because I think he's just now getting into his own, and I don't know that he's because because they're in the playoff hunt right seven now. Seven C right now. Seven C. You know what I'm saying? I think that if he can, if he resigns in Charlotte, right? I don't think obviously. I gonna, hope he doesn't. I hope I he doesn't either. Yeah. For for his sake. But however, if he takes the money and he stays in Charlotte and they don't attract anybody else. And for the next two, three years, he makes the playoffs, regardless of how stacked or not stacked the East is, he's a superstar. And as an aside, real quick, the the Kimba thing, because I was looking at the free agent list, and I remember you saying, Kimba Walker, that's it. And no. I remember agreeing with you, but then I started thinking about it the other day. I'm like, Kimba Walker is not a bad no, I'm, you're Yeah, you're, you're talking about when I, uh, as far as the, the Lakers. Lakers. The Lakers, yeah, yeah. yeah. The only reason why I say that is because – I think Kemba, if he, uh, I w- if, if we don't get, if the Knicks don't get Kyrie, I want Kemba, because I, 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 because I, yeah. I, I think first of all he's in purgatory right now in Charlotte. Yes. Let's be honest. Yes. I think that's why and, he's hard. And to I see think if he was in the New York market, he'll be a superstar right now, because first of all he was he's from there, and second of all his game mm-hmm. plays like New York, because he's he, he's clutch. And one Underrated of his clutch. biggest games happened in Madison Square exactly. Garden when he was playing for UConn. That step back was nasty. Exactly. Um, but the reason why I was saying that as far as the Lakers concerned is because Kemba, especially with Lonzo being there, like that's not a player that you would feel no, like. No, no, I, I understand the, the fit. And yeah. then and the, it's not even a fit, but it's also like defensively he may be a liability. So it's just like how would he even help you holistically? It sounded like you were disrespecting him. That's no, nah, I mean, I'm, you know, I was a little bit, but it's, <laughs> I am now a little bit by saying you're not a superstar. But yeah. that's only because of – Circumstance, not really mostly about him. It's just more about situation and, and certain circumstances that he can't control. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if the Lakers sign Kemba, 
they're probably going to move on from Lonzo. Like, like there's still other. They're going to move on from Lonzo most of, likely anyway. Well, nah, I, nah, I don't, I don't think so. It, it's not but, a done deal. No, I nah. think it depends on who they pick up in free agency. I, I, I truly do because here's the thing. Uh, I, I want to say it was either I want to say Chris Broussard was saying this um, today, where without Lonzo. The Lakers' defensive rating is 118. Yeah, they're, they're and the good. worst defensive team in the league is Cleveland at a rating of 114. So they're four points under the worst team without Lonzo. And with Luke Lonzo, Walton, they're at 98. I know we spent a lot of time on the Lakers. Yeah, we're not yeah, going to do that this time. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say, but not, I got to say, Luke Walton, and I, I get experimenting. But putting Rondo on the bench and starting LeBron at point guard and this, 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 and Reggie Bullock, like, what are you doing? Like, you're making, like, he has no clue. He has no idea what he wants to do with well, that. He's team. gone. That's, yeah, he's, he's gone. gone. And, and, the, and they publicly said, like, he don't know what he's doing with the roster, the rotations are all over the he place. He don't know he's a dead horse, so it's just gonna, like, let's not he, even beat this conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. LeBron going to get him to the playoffs, though. Anyway, but the All Star game, All-Star though, game. I think was, uh, was excited. The comeback was exciting. The fourth quarter was deciding middle of the way through, and then at some point, it, 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 it you know, the talent that Team LeBron had took over. And I'm trying. I was I was watching. I'm like, how did LeBron get this team? No, yeah. When when I was looking at the selection, first of all, Giannis has to be an international player because the players he picked is like, <laughs> like you ain't picking the boys that you know. Say, like, he, I don't know what his eye test was, but it was just like. Then he had the he had the second pick. Okay, even if the second pick, but like well, LeBron well, had everybody that. Well, he, well, here's the thing. So the way that the, it went about, LeBron had the first pick of the starters, and then Giannis had the first pick of the bench. So obviously, you know how like the people vote for the starters, right? Yeah, yeah. So LeBron had the first pick of those ten p- or eight players, and Who's then Durant. Yeah, so his first pick was Durant. Giannis was Steph. Then, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And then when it went to the bench, Giannis had the first pick. Then LeBron had the second pick. But I agree. I, 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 LeBron got all the shooting. If you, if you look at it, everybody on, on LeBron's squad, KD, Dame, uh, James Harden, uh, Clay, Kyrie, them all them boys get banged. Put, I, true, but when you put them side by side to the to Jan, uh, yeah. the Greek Freaks there's only there's only like one mismatch. It's like what the hell? Like Curry, obviously he had, and Paul George, mm-hmm. Westbrook couldn't buy a bucket. No, you know he looked terrible out there, and and um and that was about it. Like I, I think, did, didn't he have Embiid? He had Embiid. He had and Embiid. They went at Embiid. They did. They went at Embiid. Because he talked smack all season. <laughs> did you hear what uh, – there was a clip they played with Russ in the – I think it was the co- press conference before the game even mm-hmm. happened. He was like – they was like, how do you feel about being on the same team with Embiid? Mm-hmm. He was like, next question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they – hey. I'm waiting for Embiid to have an all-star MVP performance. Waiting well, to play it? So, you say he hasn't ha- – you talking about season, right? In the All-Star game. Oh, in the All-Star, All-Star game. game. I got Sorry, you. I oh, okay. Yeah. I'm about to say regular season. Nah, I, thought he was, I thought he was talking yeah. about playoffs. No, no, no. Because no, no. yeah. in, uh, in, in it, it, he, he didn't look impactful at all. No, nah, he didn't. It, it, it looked like the game was a little quick. for. And this yeah. is his first All-Star game, right? Or is I think second? so. Okay. Because he's been hurt. I, don't know. So I, don't even, I think he's been hurt to the point where he couldn't even play if he won. Okay, so maybe it was a little too so fast. So I think this may was. I think this may have been his first. It's either his first or second. Looked a little... Lost out there too. He may have been voted in, but he hasn't played. I haven't okay. seen him play. And then you know Ben's first one. Mm-hmm. 
I think I think your first one is always the most difficult because obviously you know you're good because you belong and the coaches voted for you. I think right? it's more of a happy to be there moment. Exactly yeah. because because you don't want to step on nobody's toes, man. You got D Wade on your squad. You know, say you know you gotta make sure he get buckets. However. Ben did push the pace. Oh, he did. And he did. He yeah. pushed the pace. And, and you see where his value comes from, right? Like, he's he's just, he's literally just a big-ass point guard. But he looked like, he, he has so much developing to do. He does. Because he really didn't look like he belonged. He still filled out the stat sheet and everything else, mm. but the way the game is now and yeah. the way his game is yeah. now, he just didn't look like he fit. And neither did Embiid. But you know what's crazy, though, Ken? You talk about how much more developing he needs, and the man averages 16 a game. The man gets, like, eight or nine assists he's a really game. He's really Jason Kidd, dog. Like, he's really a big-ass Jason my, Kidd. My thing is, like, right now we're looking at a lot of po- – I, I don't want to say potential because you brought up the, the factual stats no, of no, his but, production. But it is potential, But it's though. potential because he hasn't done anything. And it's just with, a shot. We all know. Everybody says it. It's just a shot. I That's think it's difference. more than a shot. I think it's more about – because I thought he, I think when he first got drafted, I think he felt like this was going to be his team holistically, and the fact that Embiid has kind of taken that, agree with that. Yes. from him, as far as because of his personality, like he doesn't have a dominant personality. Mm-hmm. Like even though he's the point guard, he's the one with the ball in his hands the most. Team. He's a passer for like he's he's re, he's passive, no pun intended. But also, it kind of goes against him because he kind of wants to be it, but he doesn't have the. The cojones are the, the call out yeah, to, he, to do he, it. Because he's not a scorer, right? And then what also. would you say he's more magic? Ben. Yeah, he's definitely. Yeah, ma- I, I, magic. Been said I that. said kid, but I was thinking, I was like, yeah, nah, he, he's, he's probably more magic because magic didn't really have a shot either. Especially early magic. I wouldn't yeah. even say he's. Talent wise, he's magic, but I would say. He's not that he's a less. He's a less. He's more like Rondo. Less tra- aggressive, though. Now, I'm trying to th- remember. Nah, mm. I'm trying to remember how polished Magic was in the post because Ben's post game he looked sped up. He got that little hook thing, but mm. that's you, you, about it. What, what it is 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 that the game scoring wise mm-hmm. for yes, Ben Simmons, yeah, scoring wise the game ain't slow yet. The game is still fast because when you watch Ben Simmons play, the best version of Ben Simmons, and we get that rebound, and he pushed. Because he plays, at least last year, I got to look up the stats for this year, but last year, Philly played at the fastest pace, and he was the fastest-paced player in the NBA. And that's Ben Simmons at his best. Mm-hmm. However, playoff basketball, half-court basketball, is where he looks sped up. Yeah. Because, because he's not comfortable yet in in getting buckets because he, he doesn't have moves yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I say, like, his game style is, like, early. Like, Rondo, like, to me, when he... Especially during like the years right when the big free, the big three just got started, he was like the pace guy. He he was doing everything mm-hmm. else. But he looked he way more calm. He, that's that, that's because when the big three got there, he was that was like his third year or second no, year. No, he was, he, was a rookie. he was a rookie. No, when no, they he won. was his rookie year was when they because he uh, was when they were bad, and then when, are you sure? I thought yeah, they won when he was a rookie. Nah, he he won when he was his second year. Okay, people um, fact check us. Yeah, they'll fact check it. Yeah, I will. But, <laughs> but no, but I'm just saying, like, as far as, like, he's really good at controlling 
like you pace. said, pace, right. knowing where people need to be mm-hmm. out of their spots. And I guess but, it's different but, when you got Pearson Garnett out there, right? And yeah, Allen, exactly. Bro. And you got Embiid, you got Jimmy, you got Tobias now. It's just like you got players where you don't have to, you know, it's not all on you. But when they leave you open and everybody's, you know, handled, mm-hmm. it's like what, what moves do you have? And mm-hmm. it's like uh, you throw up some shot and it's an air ball. See, but, but, but at the same time comparing the big three plus Rondo versus the big three in Philly plus Ben Simmons, the main difference is – all, all three of those guys that Rondo had were all super experienced. They already knew. They've already been playoff tested. They've, they've been through the ringer, right? So for Rondo, it was, it was all he had to do was soak it up. With Ben, he's still kind of a leader because the only person that's really been through the ringer like that in terms of playoff battles and battle tested is only Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, Tobias, this is the first time. Yeah, he's not been on a winning team. He hasn't been on a winning team, and he hasn't played at an all-star level before this year. Mm -hmm. Right? And then you look at Embiid, obviously, like, major talent, but he hasn't been through the ringer yet. Um... And then obviously Jimmy. So so I think that's the, that's the big difference. Rondo had more more teachers to be like, hey, you know, look at this, this, that, and the third. Where Ben Simmons has to be kind of a leader right now. Well, then with that being said, what what do you think about that whole situation with Magic and the fact of the Sixers, particularly Elton Brand, Nixon, that whole nah, you ain't he, talking to my boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think that it's. It was more for public, you know what I'm saying, to, to kind of not say face, but it, it was for the Sixers to kind of set the, the record straight. Like, you know, everything we're doing is homegrown. Yeah. However, Ben Simmons will definitely, you know, be better for working out with Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. He just because realistically, outside of LeBron, what other big guard and Luca now, I, I, we could put him in that in that conversation outside of LeBron and Luca. Who else is you Doing know bigger what? than yeah. six eight? That's pass first. That can that can do all. That got a little bit of magic in his game. It, it's Ben Simmons. Yep, second year. Sebastian Telfair and Oof. Delonte West. Sebastian Telfair was, was supposed to be a dog. He was supposed to in his in his in his rookie year was two thousand six to be three. Because I think he got traded. He he was drafted by Phoenix and then he got traded to Boston. I think. Paul George had a good game. He did, yeah, and he cooled off in the fourth. But he had, he had Harden with the couple of his his own moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Paul, man, Paul George. Paul man. George got that old school Paul Pierce game. He do yeah. slow as he hell. Got, he got old man game. <laughs> yeah. Slow as hell. Paul George will be around for. But he'll get you. But you know, just thinking about the All Star experience overall, I think the NBA was spot on with doing this this the top two vote getters drafting their own teams. Yes, because it makes it so much more relatable now, right? Where when we go to the court, I'm like, yo, I got him. Well, you got him. I got him. You know what I'm saying? I think you bring that element into the game. And then also, you're seeing teammates go against each other. Mm-hmm. Like that four-point play against yeah. uh, Clay Thompson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what Clay said afterwards, he's like, hey, man, if this is how team uh, other teams feel, it feels bad. It sucks. <laughs> and it does. And I always said that about Steph. Like, it's not the fact that he makes those shots it's the fact that they're demoralizing. Mm-hmm. And especially when they're at home and that, that crowd, crowd goes dude. crazy, you're like, bro, what am they I They go crazy as soon as he gets touched the ball. As soon as it goes up. Yeah. Everybody and then, and then for win. the people that's actually still trying to play defense for him, for then not you not only does he like strap it in your eye, but it's a four point play. It's like, all right, bro, I'm like Yeah. What's the point <laughs> of even, and he wanted can't to even touch this man? I, like, he, he wanted like, to. Yeah, he was like, I got clay, I got clay, yep. I got clay. Yep. And then he y'all see the dunk he did at the end of the yeah. game? Yeah. And yeah. then he was dunking it uh in warm ups. 
Yeah. Now the one the one thing I gotta say the the biggest highlight of the night in my opinion that bounce pass from Steph to uh, who was that? Is that Giannis? Yeah. The bounce pass. You just see where he just like he just bounced it. It went over. The, it was so high that KD just looked yes. up at it. No, I didn't see that. I didn't see. Uh, I didn't watch the whole game like beginning to uh, end. You gotta watch. Like, That's like the biggest out. highlight of the night. Okay, uh, I, I, I saw. Told. I saw the missed alley that he tried at Giannis uh, at first when he was coming down the court. He went around the back. Yeah, of yeah the one. Yeah, yeah. And he threw it. I was like, what you doing? If he, if he would, if Giannis was like a second late. Or like, yeah, like if he yeah, would have yeah. waited a little bit for it, like so he can cock back on it. I was like, yo, that would have been, mm-hmm. that might have been a dunk of the year. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep, yep. But, uh, yeah, obviously, uh, shout out to Wade. He got that last uh, alley oop to yeah, LeBron. LeBron. <laughs> I know, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gave me memories. I was like, oh, it's over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what's crazy? That made me think, like, bro, there's gonna be a time, probably in the next three years, LeBron's gonna be done. Yeah, I think he'll be. I think he'll be done before we say he should be done. And I know he's hurt. And I know he saved his line, but when I was watching that game, I was like, "Damn, I don't think LeBron doing anything." Mm-mm. Like he LeBron was in chill mode. Chill mode. He looked slow. Er, slow. Er, like there was an alley but does, he missed. But does 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 that injury that he had is that more of like did he age overnight? I don't think so. I, but I, I, he he has come out and say that he's not 100. percent He is being careful with it yeah but, and, but, the, but, but that goes against the report of saying if the playoff started whoa, whoa, whoa at the end of playing. the day any superstar player that's at 70 percent or better they're gonna go in the playoffs they're going you know what i'm saying even if they know that they can injure themselves they're gonna go and it is playing now is. validates that report yeah, yeah exactly so. but here's i think what lebron i think he really wants to play with his son so i i don't think he's gonna retire until he plays at least one season with his son because with his son or in the same league as with his, son? his son? Because when he finishes his Laker contract, he'll be a free agent. So he can literally sign with whoever drafts his son. Will his son be in the NBA by that point? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. He, he would be a rookie. Would change. Well, you think he'll go back to 18? I think the one and done rules will change. Possibly. So, so within the next two years, yeah, I think I so. Think it'll be enough time. Really? Yeah. Mainly yeah. because it, did you see what the NBA is doing with the G League? Like top. Like draft picks, right? They can go into the G League instead of going to college, and they'll give them a six-figure contract yeah. in the G. No, I, I I get that, but I feel like that's an NBA NCAA discussion. No, it, it's just an NBA discussion because the NBA is the one that imposed that rule. Yeah. I NCAA, thought that was I thought that was because they, the NBA they didn't talk about NBA rule. Mm. So if the, the NBA NCAA, said, yeah, they get the blame for it. Exactly, but the NBA is the one that has the rule. Exactly. So all exactly. they have to do is change it. Exactly, and um, and, if, and think about it like this: If you are the NBA and Adam Silver, do you really want to wait another year for LeBron? No, or like, not even that, or Zion, or and, yep, exactly. Yep, you can have them right now. Yep, and now everybody Duke watching them. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Duke fans are watching them. Everybody that want to watch them play, yeah, they that in the league. That one year probably boosted the NCAA by like a billion dollars. Oh yeah, by just being like, oh yeah, we can just market Zion. Of course, all did you guys and, watch that? 23-point comeback? I watched the highlights. Yeah, I watched the highlights. Yeah, I didn't see I the, the game. I meant to go back. The person who stood out to me is your boy, Cam Reddish. I, if the Knicks – because I'm – So you you torn now. I'm torn because I know Zion is box office, right? And mm. if you and if you develop him right, because I believe in Scott Perry, because, I mean, obviously he was there with, for KD, Westbrook, Harden. So he knows how not only to draft players but develop them. Um, 
if you get him right, he could be something that we've never or haven't seen in a long time. But that boy Cam Reddish, that man, he ready now. He ready now. He can do everything that I need him to do. You know who he is? When I watch him, because I remember when I started hearing about his name, and I, I started I, wa- I started watching highlights and mixtapes and stuff. I'm like, I'm I'm just not impressed. He reminds me of T Mac. He the size, the ability, the step back three, stationary three, off the dribble three, get to the rack. And the reason why I didn't I didn't initially believe in him because it just looked too slow. But the, but the slowness was the smoothness of his game. And when I started realizing, oh damn, you know what? He's at Nike camps. He he's a, he's going against people that are supposed to be at his level, mm-hmm. and he's just. And I'm like, you're not trying. My, my but thing, man, that my so thing is, smooth. it's all about the spacing. He can score outside, inside, inside uh, finish at the rim with uh, either hand. And he's and, beautiful with either hand. At and the, the rim. icing on the cake. He already playing with. Uh, he's playing third he, fiddle. He's playing already. third fiddle already. Mm-hmm. Already behind Zion and RJ. And wait, hold on. The the icing on top of the cherry. Is he's doing it for Coach K? I was gonna say the coach, the coach. For, for the so coach. So he's getting great coaching. He's getting great coaching, right? He's getting great mentorship right now because obviously, when you're young like that, you want a ball. But if Coach K can, you know, kind of massage that, buy in, buy in, massage, massage that this role is is best for you right now, and it's also gonna allow you to be part of a big three in the NBA, whether you're the first, second, or third option. It's huge because his talent level is ridiculously high. And I think it does get overshadowed by RJ and Zion. But this dude, like I said a week or so ago, he's going to be the highest scoring rookie. And I might want to take that back because I think there's only one other guy that could probably outscore him. Who? John Morant. Rookie year. He's one of my favorites. And the the reason why I had to rethink that was because – Ja's gonna have the ball in his hands a lot more than Cam yeah, Reddish, especially if he, especially if the Knicks get their dream package of K, uh, KD and Kyrie. Um, yeah, he's definitely ain't gonna. But see, gonna, like to me, with KD and Kyrie, I rather have Zion. I disagree. I rather have Reddish because I'm thinking about the lineup. But you, you forgetting about your boy? No, I'm not forgetting about my boy because I'm thinking about the lineup with Cam Reddish. Would, in my opinion, mm-hmm. would be Kyrie, Cam, Knox. KD and then Mitchell. So you so you playing KD at the stretch four? That's where he at now. He's technically the three. I mean, he's technically the three, probably defensively. It, offensively, he's the four because he's because he's uh, yeah he he's, he gets the post yeah. he gets the high post mm-hmm. uh, um, plays called for him and stuff like that. But I think the same way that when Golden State upgraded Harrison Barnes to KD. I feel Zion is the upgrade to Draymond because if I look at the skill set that 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 Zion has and I look at the NBA to see what guy possesses does all of this stuff that Zion does because Zion is going to hit every freaking box block steals rebounds points field goal percentage all of that right. Who does that in the NBA right now to that level? To me, there's nobody that does it to that level, but the person that does all of that is Draymond. Mm-hmm. The only difference is, is that give Draymond an extra like 30, maybe 40 pounds, an extra like three, four inches, and give that man a 50-inch vertical, you got Zion. So to me, the same way Harrison Barnes and KD is the upgrade, Zion is the upgrade of that. And when I see Kyrie, 
I see Kevin Knox. I see KD. Put Zion there? Oh, my God. To me, he just fits better than Cam. I lo- and y'all know I love Cam. I'm just, I just think I'm just saying, like, right now, you, I would love to see Kyrie have a, a two-guard that he can work, like, kind of like Stephen Clay. Mm-hmm. You know, because to me, uh, Cam, like, you, he'll do anything you ask him. No, you want, you want me to shoot? You shoot. You want me to yeah. defend? I'll defend. Yep. Kyrie, like, that, that's the best thing. That's the best but, relationship I think but, Kyrie but, has. But, but the thing, the thing that, and I love Kyrie too, but the thing with Kyrie is when Kyrie's at his best, he's handling the rock. Mm-hmm. It ain't about move here, move out the ball, let me catch and shoot. Because Steph, he, he you know, he, he, gives, he boogies on people sometimes here and there, but he don't need to do that to be special. Kyrie needs to do that to be special. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, I think that you waste Cam Reddish in, in that role. I think with Zion, because, because Zion don't need the ball like that. Kyrie can do all that stuff. He missed a shot or a layup. Guess who coming for that offensive rebound yeah. out of nowhere? You know what I'm saying? Can't that- but I, but I, with, exactly. But for me, I think he can be way better than – I know you're saying that the prototype is Draymond. Mm-hmm. But the way I would want him to be developed, it would be more in the vein of uh, Charles Barkley or, or LeBron. Where mm-hmm. it's just like you can, you know, you can bring the ball up one time because like it's he's the future of the Knicks. Like Kyrie, mm-hmm. even though right now he's still pretty young for his age, like mm-hmm. he ain't gonna be like, especially with how his knees is and how mm-hmm. he got injuries every year, he ain't gonna be there for that long. That's why mm-hmm. I'm thinking about all right, who's up, who can take the mantle up next once this era. No, no, I, and and I get, Zion is the better segue player. Yeah, you know, Zion is the guy that could take the baton. And take that franchise for another. He can carry them when they get old. Exactly. 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 So I, I, I give you that, but you know, man, look, this draft. I I think, I think we kind of know what's going to happen in the draft. Mm -hmm. You know, who the top five, top six players are going to be. But I think what's going to be even more interesting is who gets these picks. To me, this is this is like uh, that LeBron James O three draft. Oh, yeah. This will be that impactful on the oh, NBA. Oh, yeah, 1,000%. 1,000%. Other drafts, you know, like, you get one player here, one player there, but I think this draft will be like, this will dictate the next 10 years of the NBA. This is going to replenish the – well, not replenish because the NBA is, is, is fully talented. But remember, Ken, years ago, what mm-hmm. did I say? The NBA is going to have to look at expansion because the level of talent that's coming into the league right now, and it's not going to stop for the next three years. The ne- I'm telling you, the draft class is after I think this. It's fine. I don't think they need to expand. We yeah, I don't enough, think they need to expand. I just think small teams. market teams got to get better. Yeah. He, he, and here's the thing. I think that p- part of the reason why those smart market teams are bad are is because of themselves, because they're not just picking right. But in terms exactly, of the that's talent what I mean. yes. that's going to come in, it, it, I, what I'm saying is, in the next three to five years, it's going to be impossible if you're picking in the top ten to pick a bad player. He may not fit you because bad teams pick players that just don't fit, but I just think from a talent perspective, every team is going to have at least two guys. But to me, it's like if we had two to three more teams run like OKC has been for the last ten years, and granted OKC hasn't been pitch perfect either, but they have at least been like – you can't sleep on them. Nah, nah. Have, Sam Presti has been proactive. If there was like a Danny Ainge with the, from the where he is at now, the deals he's making was if he was doing the same thing similar in New Orleans with the Pelicans, I think they would be in a better franchise position. One thousand. You know what I'm saying? If if there was someone who can just get somebody competent in the Phoenix Suns front office, they would be in a better. They will be in the playoffs right now. They have too much talent for them not to be in the playoffs, or at least competitive. 
like those that's the thing that I I, it, I think we really need to start analyzing these GMs har- as harshly as we do these players. But, but 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 you but you you know you know another caveat to that too is also coaching. You know what I'm saying? Like because you have different levels of coaches. You have championship coaches, you have rebuilding coaches, you have teacher coaches, you know, so so you also have to get the right coach for whatever status that your team is in too. And I don't think that these GMs and or owners get the right guy for the job a lot of the time. You know what I'm saying? Because when you look at New Orleans, right, over since they drafted Anthony Davis, they've done an okay job. Uh, like if I had a grade them, I'd give them like CC minus of putting talent around Anthony Davis. Alvin Gentry and Monty Williams before him, you know, I think Monty Williams got the raw deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and Alvin Gentry is, is is an okay coach. You know what I'm saying? I think he is somebody that is an offensive guy, but he he hasn't had that level of success in the NBA. So why why do we keep recycling these guys? And I'm not saying that we could just go pick another Brad Stevens or Eric Spoelstra out of anywhere. But they out there. They are out there. But we then we can't give that franchise a whole bunch of flack for then, you know, like the Chicago Bulls going after Fred Hoiberg because they didn't recycle somebody. It just didn't work, and now he's out the league. But I, I think, again, this is, this is to me, it all trickles down from the GM president. Like, mm-hmm. you have to know, you have to do, you get paid thousands, if not millions of dollars millions. to run an organization. Mm-hmm. And for me, if I'm paying you that much money, that means that's how much I have uh, my expectations and my confidence in you to, to do your job well. Just like if I'm paying LeBron two hundred some million dollars or Westbrook, I'm expecting mm-hmm. two hundred some million dollars worth of uh, production. Mm-hmm. So when when you see all these people with the, like the Dale Dents or the um, as much as we were surprised about him getting not surprised about getting him him getting fired before the end of the season, him getting fired isn't a surprise at all mm-hmm. because he throughout his whole tenure he's been having nothing but fuck ups. Yeah, he's been mediocre at best. Exactly, mediocre at best. I, um, one playoff. Uh, round one in seven years. That's that's my thing. Was you traded for Omer Sheik twice? Mm-hmm. That mm. that's enough. All right, uh, moving to baseball. Uh, Manny Machado, man, ten years, three hundred million. It's the biggest free agent contract in the history of American sports. Mm-hmm. He has an opt out provision after the fifth year. Wow. Yes, and there was Re-up. something else. You said three hundred and twenty million. Three hundred over ten years. Over ten years. Two point five million a month for the next ten years. <laughs> they initially offered Bro. him two hundred and fifty over eight years, but the deal could have soared well north of three hundred. But they clearly didn't take that. And uh, and yeah, he's twenty six, so he'll be thirty six by the time this deal up if he plays out this contract. You know what? Obviously, it, it's it's very difficult becoming. A, a baseball star or star in any yes, sport. Yes, that's true. Yep. I want to be the agent. Ooh, that, that agent got paid. How much is that? How much is that contract? Well, he, he probably got at least fifty million, right? Uh, well, because most agents get like ten percent. Like yeah. So you're talking thirty mil. Thirty mil. I, I like the fifth year. I like the that they gave themselves an out. Yeah, because we've seen these big. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, player, he, he, player option. It's a That's player option, option. Oh, so it's a, it's on wrong? him. So I can stranglehold y'all. Is it team oh. option or player option? Yeah. Well, it doesn't say. It doesn't say. Hold on. Let me see. 
I thought he gave the organization. If he got a player option, that agent is the agent of the decade. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Opt-in Machado deal is after the fifth year. Player only or mutual, they're not saying. So 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 to opt in, that mean that, to me that implies that the player. player. I have to opt yeah. in back into this contract. Because mm-hmm. they would say team option if it was on the Padres. So, um, so That's yeah, ridiculous, so. bro. And, oh you know, I, I think about because Machado can play. Mm-hmm. Three hundred mil. That's just base. That's just the market now. I think. But but you know, I, I I was listening to Colin talk about this, and he said it's more like you're paying him twenty million a year because Manny's gonna fill seats. And when you look at, see, I don't think he is. But go ahead. Mm. Well, see, I don't follow baseball to that extreme. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And, and, and and whenever I do watch a baseball game, like none of these. Phil uh, stadiums. Should feel, uh, yeah. Yeah. None of these stadiums. Well, because it's an 82 game thing. You know, 100 or 100 some years. 100 some years. Yeah. So, so, you know, I don't know. But Collins' reasoning why this works is because the difference that Manny's going to bring in in terms of the, the, at, at, at the, um, the hot dog stands, the beers, the parking, oh, that, yeah, the seats, yeah. like 10 million. So really you're paying them like 20 million. Well, so that was his reasoning. I don't know if okay. So knowing what I know about the Padres, because my first mm-hmm. tweet back was the Padres question mark exclamation mark mm-hmm. because they don't have the they have young development talent, um, but I don't know if they have the pitching staff to become a team that competes, and I don't know if they have it in the farm system, but they do have some young hitting talent that started to manifest a little bit last year. Still a little bit raw. But the talent is there. Their projected lineup now, this guy, Francisco Mejia, is a catcher. He's a hot prospect. Eric Hosmer, who can't stay healthy. Ian Kinsler, who's old and can't stay healthy. Of course, Manny. Luis Urias, who is a shortstop. Then they got Fernando Tatis Jr. You remember Fernando Tatis? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he can play. Um so, Luis Urias can play second. He's a hot prospect, too. Fernando Tatis is in the farm system. He's a hot prospect, too. And then they got Will in left field, Will Myers, Hunter Renfro, and Joseph Pirelli, who can play. Uh, Manuel Margot, who can play. Franci- Francie Cordero is the young prospect there uh, that they're trying to develop. And Framil Reyes. So, if the hitters, these young guys that I named, pan out, mm. then it's going to come down to the pitchers. So, Joey Lucchese can pitch, and then there's a guy, um, then they got, and I don't know the rest of these guys. Like, mm-hmm. So the pitching staff is going to be iffy. But those hitters, with that lineup, they but, can. And here's the thing, right? Like, I think that you got to look at windows when you're talking about when we throw on GM hats and we're, and we're looking right. at that. So it may not be the window for championships and all of that this year. It's still more developing. But then next year's free agency, if they can get some more pitchers, mm. uh, draft right, some, right. bring them through the farm system, and it, and it by also, year two, three, you it might also have could the be staff. a combination of both. We're trying to fill the seats, and we also got exactly. this plan that we we're not there yet, but we need somebody out there to parade. To, to, we we to, need the star. We need a star. You know what I'm saying? And then the guy that runs when he feels like it. I mean, that's what he said. That's what stars do, right? They do <laughs> they do things when they feel like yeah. it. But, but, yeah, to your point, yeah, they, they have young hitting talent. So, if they're projecting out, they go in there and they look at the whiteboard, they obviously going to have to figure out what are we going to do with this pitching staff. So, I think we got 
young guys in the farm system that's on these 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 contracts that's not going to cost us anything. Exactly. So, so now, we we got yeah. the we, mm -hmm. all we are basically paying him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, that's crazy. But so, is this is this the domino effect now? As far as because was he the first one to get paid? Right? Is Bryce Harper still? Nope. Bryce Harper up next. Because he asking for the same amount, right? Yeah, he he. I I don't know if. Or is he, he asking more? I don't know if he, I don't know if the quote was he's asking for three hundred million, or is he asking for I want to be the the highest paid ever. Mm. Is is he has that talent to to to, to demand that though. And he now nah, he's he, box office. He is me, box office. It, to me, it's his age. That's that's the real. Thing. How old is he now? He's only like twenty six. Yeah, he's young. They're the same age. But that's yeah. the that's the reason why his age is like, we could if we lock him up or like do the same thing like mm -hmm. a ten year deal. He he'll still be young enough to still get his another contract mm -hmm. if if he keeps himself healthy and of all course, that of stuff. Course. Yeah, and, and we always like everybody know him exactly. Like, Manny Machado, you know, we, people just not find, but people knew Bryce. Yeah. People knew Bryce Harper, but my thing is his health. And, and you know, how healthy will he be? And, you know, he he has great power. Uh, the contact fell off, but I think part of it had to do with the injury. But is he worth the 300 mil? If you pay Manny Machado, you could damn sure pay mm -hmm. Bryce Harper. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that, and that's what, his, that's what his agent probably on the phone right now saying. Mm -hmm. Show me the money. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. So, man, so, you know, we'll... Uh, so, does Clutch Sports have any baseball guys? Nah. Probably not. Oh, I feel like I they, so. Rich needs to get into that. Yeah. $300 million contracts. Yeah. Jay-Z got in that sack. <laughs> he did. <laughs> when he, he got did. when he signed Cano. So, st sticking with baseball, because obviously the... the we know um, you mentioned Kyler Murray early, earlier, and um, obviously he was trying to figure out baseball mm -hmm. or football. football. Here's the question I had to ask, and then we go into what you had. Why are we talking about Kyler Murray all of a sudden? Why him? When you have Dwayne Haskins out there who is the ideal size, the same or, or equal numbers, played at a franchise in Ohio State, Come on, Ken. You 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 know why? Why did because why did the media pick Kyler Murray? What's behind this? What's what's that famous line that um, these thoughts we using nowadays? Uh, what's understood doesn't need to be said. We already know he's the he's the top ranked quarterback in this draft, right? Haskins. Haskins. He's going at worst. He's going number six to the Giants. At worst, mm -hmm. no one has him going any. Realistically, yeah. all these not teams. Not going lower. He ain't going lower than number six, in my opinion. Okay. So for me, it's like the reason why you're, it's the same reason why we uh, we talked about Lamar Jackson, I think, or maybe we talked about Baker. Yeah, same, we talked about Baker think, and Sam Darnold. But I think with with Lamar Jackson, I feel like the same way with Kyler Murray that we don't know. We see talent, but we don't know, and we don't want to be. You don't want to be wrong, but you damn sure don't want to be like bust wrong. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's the that's the cusp of Kyler. Kyler Murray can either be the next. Like Mike Vick, Mike Vick 3.0, because um, that's what people are saying. Because they saying he's like uh, uh, he's like uh, Doug Flutie with Mike Vick talent, um, or he could be just a bust completely. You, so, so I think it's just his agent trying to rile up his stock. Well, and, and, and not just the agent, right? Like I, I definitely think it's it's the Todd McShays and Mel Kuypers of the world, right? And I think that sometimes or. Sometimes, every time, and every potential upcoming draft, there's always a guy or two 
that for some reason they start talking about him and this guy's uh, draft, uh, draft stock starts to skyrocket. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I, I don't. Why I did they pick this guy? I, I think it's because of the baseball thing. I honestly think, honestly thing. If, it, if, it, if base, if the Oakland A's were not really that pressed to have him, he would not be talked about that much. Even 1, though he is a high, even though he's a Heisman Trophy winner, we and got, then he's a quarterback. I know, but okay. And I went to WalterFootball.com. He has the quarterbacks ranked. Um, Daniel Jones is the number one prospect out of Duke. Dwayne Haskins is number two. That do, he, he, I, Daniel I, Jones, I don't know why people have him so high. I don't know so either, high. but that's how they do. Dwayne Haskins, at the end of the day, he played at Ohio State. You mean to tell me Ohio he, State don't move the he needle? He only had yeah. one year at Ohio. He's it a don't starter. Matter. Second I, rank. I understand that, but I'm just saying we have we have more of a body work with Kyler Murray. No, I thought this uh, was his first year. Nah, this is his. Yeah, he played. Baker Mayfield played last year. No, but I thought it was. Um, for some reason, I thought he had more body of work. Drew Locke is third out of Missouri. Drew Locke definitely about has, him. He definitely has more. Kyler is fourth on this list, and they talk about him every day. And then it just so it just hit me today. I'm like, okay, why was he the guy? What is? What I think is, he's. I think he's the most intriguing, right? Like it's his size, it's the fact that he could also play baseball, and we've seen that a lot of baseball football hybrids have success in football. Yeah. Charlie Ward, Pat Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they're, Russell Wilson. They're, Russell Wilson. So I think with the size, right? Because how t- he's like five eleven, right? He ain't five eleven. He's five nine. He about he may be five eight. They're saying he's about five ten. They okay. saying they the combine he but he gonna be sweating bullets at he's the combine. He's gonna be five eleven by <laughs> combine time with the with the cleats with the extra long cleats on there. If he, if they count the flat top, whatever he, he got in his head, he's gonna be but, 5'11". But, but but I think it's the height. I think it's it's his speed. I, I just think it's the combination of everything. They said he uh. I forgot the last time he ran. They said he ran a four three, and he said I, I can I could probably beat that right now. So he's saying he four two. He's saying he could beat four three. I don't know what he's saying as far as that, but he's saying he could beat the four three. There's an agenda. I don't know what it is. I haven't figured it out yet. But something agenda for some, what? I don't know. Something's amiss. It's just weird to me that the media just latched on to Kyle yeah, because again, like what is what can we say about Dwayne Haskins that was yeah. that? But we, we have, should be talking about. But Dwayne he's going to be the number one quarterback taken regardless. Look, he 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 was elite at OSU. He's has he's, the be, the size, he's the greatest quarterback in OSU the history. Arm, the the he's not a running quarterback. Like he should be discussed. I don't, it's some, I don't, man, I don't know. Let me ask you, Nick. I got to figure it out. As a Giants fan, if they took Kyler, how would you feel? Let me ask Kyle. That's a, that's a question that has been proposed. Because, you know, in drafts, nobody wants to stick to one person. They always mm-hmm. were fielders. But the Giants have already said that he's too short. Um, but if they picked him, I would be upset because I think Dwayne Haskins is better suited. What if he's gone? And we pick Kyler? Mm-hmm. I would still be worried because we don't have the offensive line to help him out. He wants four three. He said he's faster than that. He, the, what, the, uh, someone I forgot who said this. I think it was uh, I was watching the NFL Network, but someone said uh, in college uh, it ain't about how fast you are. The game is fast. Like the players mm-hmm. are faster than what you mm-hmm. think you are. Um, I believe I will. I will be intrigued by it, but I, I honestly think I'd rather go offensive lineman. If if Dwayne is off the board, I'd rather go off, off the line. At number six. Look at what Quentin, so, so wait, wait, look at what Quentin Nelson did to I, the, I, the I Colts. I have another question. I have another question. So if they take an O lineman at number six, you keep an Eli? 
You have to. Oh, man, get the hell up out of here. You have to. No, nah, man, they got to move on from Eli. I no, th- they I- will, but we got another. There's another. There's Again, I like I laid out in, in previous episodes, there's been at least three quarterbacks in every draft since golf, since golf and uh, Carson Wentz went. So, again, even right now, we're talking about two quarterbacks. And there's possibly going to be a third one between Daniel Jones, if he, he may be a surprise. Drew Locke may end up uh, surprising a lot of people because a lot of people are down him because of his accuracy issues and the fact that when he does go against top talent, he don't really show out. Um, but, you know, there's always going to be somebody. I, I, mm-hmm. And then the year after this, we got, what, the guy from Clemson? What is it called? Uh, Sunshine? Yeah. We got uh, <laughs> Tua. We maybe yeah. have somebody else. Like, right now, like, Right now, if we did draft, if if we did wait, got an offensive lineman and did some more work, and mm-hmm. then get somebody next year, he would have Saquon Barkley, OBJ. Uh, Y'all won't have OBJ. Yeah, you heard this. That's where I wanted to go next. So, so you talking about that? Them them trades? What? The All Patriots. Right. The Patriots have twelve draft picks. I understand, and I, and I heard last year they were aggressively going for OBJ, which I don't mm-hmm. understand. But okay. You don't understand. You know I mean, mean, I get them trying to go for OBJ. Ever since they had Hernandez, they have, they can take yeah, anybody. They, look, yeah, they, they can take anybody. They do take on all the, they, the they left. Do. They had Chad. They had Randy. Michael Mar- Floyd. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had a lot of people where people were like, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for the past, you're like, why are you picking them up? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I, – I believe Dave Gettleman when he said that we – like, because to me it's like, why put that much capital into him if you want – if you are willing to let him go for And that's eight. what I understand these sudden rumors – because I'm like, they just they just signed him. So why is everybody talking about where is OBJ going to play next? I think it's only because of the AB situation. Because the fact that the Steelers are willing to move on with, with AB okay. when he's still in the prime of his career, when he's still producing ridiculous numbers. It's like, if... If Will I can, if I can make this man go away, what, who are you? You right. ain't even, you ain't even top two but at we'll, your position. We'll get to AB. as much as I love OBJ. But OBJ has been squeaky clean. Mm-hmm. We haven't heard anything about him since what? Since we uh, that bedroom scene where he had since the, he got hurt. <laughs> since, since he, he was in that hurt. hotel room with the bottle, hey. <laughs> with the white substance. Uh-huh. Facts are. <laughs> you, tell, you tell him he was asking to borrow some sugar. <laughs> he, he's, he's he he hasn't been AB. AB yeah. has been showing out. Yeah. So I hope what you're saying is not true because to associate two, you know, pro- one problem Negro with another one that hasn't been a problem. No, I'm not saying a problem. I know, I know. You're yeah. not saying that, but I just, I hope to God that the media will be like, oh, look at Antonio Brown, OBJ. Like, come on, y'all. They got to be better than that. But it just seems weird unless they just got, don't have shit to talk about. Unless they just need to throw OBJ. It all started with Jay Glazer. And I think it started last year as well. But Jay Glazer was like, uh, on. he was on the athletic. He said, someone asked him in the mailbag uh, logs of like, who who else? What's the surprise trade that may happen in the offseason? He said OBJ. And he said that recently. Yeah, recently, like within the last month. And somebody picked. And up they these picked it up and they ran with it. And ever that, since that then, don't even make sense. Well, I it's it said surprise trade, and that would be a surprise trade, it be. Be, especially after him, you know, sending getting it, all that money. It would be a surprise. Uh, okay. it, it doesn't make sense to me because right now. Right now, I feel like the Giants are are doing a – even though they're, they suck and they mm-hmm. are picking at the top of the draft the, the last two years, they've been in a, still a soft rebuild. I feel like they're they're kind of one quarterback away from making a – And O-line, yeah. <laughs> well, if, 
Well, and, and, and because they need so much help on the O-line and they need a quarterback, I would understand sacrificing OBJ because you still have another dynamic weapon that they just drafted in Saquon Barkley, mm-hmm. right? Um, if you move... Who are they going to throw the ball to? They still got Sterling Shep. Yeah, look. They look, still got Evan Ingram. They, they got weapons. Look, it's not like they, they got... Sterling Shepard, yeah, But they're not the void, they're not the void no though. Slouch. They're not the void, Ken. And then also... If, if if I'm the Giants and, and New England throws three or four picks my way, I'll take it because, look, you where the Giants are, they just need – they need to be infused with young talent, young talent that I can play right now. You can't – I'm not saying you can replace OBJ. There's no OBJ replacement at wide out in the draft, but you can get talent there. You can draft three O-linemen. That that's that's you know that's basically this your is whole a good, line. This is a good draft for O line. You know what I'm saying? Great draft. For you O-line. can get your whole O line right now, and you can get your replacement quarterback. And all you had to do was sacrifice one guy. But to your to the point that was made earlier by one of you, I think the the rebuild thing. You got your receiver, you got your running back, you even got a tight end, and I'll throw Sterling Shepard in there as long as he's not the number one guy. Your quarterback away. You just said it. And a couple. No, no, no. no. And a couple. And, you and, said we, we, we need a lineman. Yeah. I, that's why I said if we can't get Haskins, because to me Haskins, like he, he, to me he's he checks off all the boxes. He's mm-hmm. the right size. He can make any throw on the field. He's he's great pocket presence. He's played in the the best competition in college football and has, has been proven. He knows how to read defenses at least from a, a an excelling level at a, at a collegiate level. Mm-hmm. I think he he's great. If we cannot get him. I don't feel like taking the risk on Kyler Murray would be worth it because if you again David Gettleman all he always brings this up if you miss on a quarterback you just set your franchise back ten years. Mm-hmm. So, but it, 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 to it, me you can't you can it, it's very rare like if you miss on an offensive lineman that's fine you yeah, can get it next really draft but a quarterback is like look yeah. at they already talking about moving off of Josh uh, Josh Rosen. Mm-hmm. But see, Ken the uh, the other reason why I think. It could be a smart move for the Giants to move off from OBJ because OBJ is in the prime of his career. He's a win right now guy. Saquon is not win now. Saquon is just he's going into year two. OBJ's been in the league how much? Five, five six years now. Damn, is it that long? Yeah, five, not six. I would say he five. lost the season because of the injury. He came back last year, which was so that's two. There was the catch year when he had that spectacular catch. That's three. He's so been in about, the league longer than three about years. Four. I mean, we can look it up. He's, this, yeah. I he, think he's been in the league as long as I've been with the company. I'm I think for. this past year that's with, like five. He got his deal this past year, right? This past season. Yes. yes. So that was his fourth year. So they were doing five. that because yeah. So he'll be going to his fifth year now. Okay. Okay. So e- either way, right? Like he right now needs to be in a situation where they're competing, and reg- if they get a rookie quarterback. It's gonna take that rookie quarterback at least two to three years not to the, re- not the way the game is playing now. Lamar ja- Lamar Jackson went to the playoffs but, but, but as I a rookie. Understand, no, no, I understand how halfway through the season. But you gotta understand how they went. What do you exactly. Mean? So, uh, yes, defense. But what I'm saying though is is that if you have OBJ, right, you need a quarterback that can get him the rock consistently. You gotta feed that man. It's just like Julio. Julio don't get the touchdowns, but he get fed the rock. And all, all I'm saying is, you don't I think don't, Haskins can feed him? Haskins can feed him. 
If he can feed them boys Haskins in Ohio State, nigga, he can definitely feed them. Haskins, man. He can feed them. I told he can so, make so, any so, pass out on the field. Who, but who's drafting ahead of the Giants, though? Right now, the draft, I think it's, it's Arizona number one. Okay, number, so, so, so what if they take Haskins number one? They're not going to do that. Why? Because uh, because they already got Josh Rosen. But you said that they're talking already about moving on. So but if they decide on, to move off. Kyler Murray will be, they will pick Kyler Murray before they pick Haskins. You think so? Because of because of the coach. You got to look at the, remember you always talk about coach you quarterback. You do. And also it's like, come on, bro. We just, we moved up. They traded up last year to get Rosen too. Mm-hmm. So they get, they're not going to be quick to just let those draft picks go to waste. Um, I think number two is the Jets. They already I got their quarterback. Uh, number three, uh, who else? You got the list. Oh, who's quarterback? Drafting? No, no, who's drafting? Let me the get draft it. order for that. Oh, the Mark. Mark uh, I know Oakland is four. I know uh, five is. No, Detroit got to be up there. Nah. No. I got you. Tampa bro. Bay. Tampa Bay is up there. Uh, let's see. Arizona, San Francisco, San Francisco, Jets, Raiders, Bucks, Giants, yeah. Jacksonville, and then Detroit. So yeah, so you guys do got a good opportunity because pretty much all of those teams. But outside the, of the only Raiders, th- the only thing is the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders could be a wild card. Mm-hmm. The Bucks could be a wild card too. But here's the thing. So let me ask you: Would you rather have Haskins or would you rather have um, who's the Raiders quarterback? I can't think of his name. Right oh, now. Derek Carr. Derek Carr. I'd rather have Haskins. Okay. Me too. All, Me too. All, it's only the the Bro. one the one thing I would say that is is because well he just saying that because he pro brother but <laughs> <laughs> the one thing is because contract we can get we don't obviously Derek Carr but talent wise talent wise I might give it to Haskins still. Damn, the Raiders do need well if yeah because Gruden don't like Mm-mm. Carr. Gruden is not married to Carr. He, he like him. He don't love him. He won't pick a quarterback. He ain't gonna pick, especially a black one. Yeah. So he'll probably get that that kid out of Duke, maybe. So that leads my thing to is this, it's just right now the trend is, and this is a theory that I have as well. The trend right now is what rookie quarterback build around him, pay everybody mm-hmm. else but the rookie. Mm-hmm. I think so. That's another reason why I would say pick Haskins with, mm-hmm. before trading for any other quarterback mm-hmm. because you can get him for granted. If he's a top, he won't be a top five pick. So mm-hmm. bottom ten. He's going to get, like, maybe, what, 15, 20 million, you know what I'm saying, guaranteed and stuff like that. That's an easy contract over four years at least. Um, I think this train of, trend of rookie quarterbacks, that's going to reset the market for quarterbacks getting paid this ridiculous amount. Because remember when I brought up the whole – You think it's going to go down? Going to go down. Because if – because look at it. All these teams that were in the play that were serious contenders in the playoffs, except for maybe two – all had rookie QBs. Mm-hmm. People thought people thought Baltimore could possibly do something with Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you see with Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. he's still on a rookie deal. Obviously, you see Jared Goff, he's still on a rookie deal. He and played saw, the Super Bowl. We saw what Russell Wilson did. Russell it, it, Wilson he did. was kind of the one that spawned. If I don't. If, why am I paying the top ten quarterbacks that got paid this year? I think only two of them made the playoffs, or one of them only made the playoffs. If I'm paying all this money and I'm not even – not only am I not winning games, I'm not even getting to the playoffs, what am I doing all that for? That's going to reset the market in my opinion because if I can go – if Jared Goff on his rookie deal goes to the Super Bowl and is facing Tom Brady – Jared off. If Jared Goff is going to the Super Bowl facing Tom Brady because people are talking about, shoot, why re-up on Jared Goff when his deal is done – who 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 do you think needs each other more? Does Sean McVay need golf or does golf need Sean McVay? We can just let golf go for the market and draft another QB. 
If I'm a Rams fan, I would take that risk because I know what McVay has done. I've seen what golf is without McVay, and I've seen Mm -hmm. him with with him. And in year two of McVay, we're in the Super Bowl. I'm, I, I think that will be that's the trend that's going to reset the market. All the, the fact but, that, but, but but the reason why it's it not going to go reset, man. yeah, it, the reason, it has to because no, it's going to. No, but the re, the reason because there's always going to be a franchise willing to pay, and that's the problem. That would be, but that's not that's not a winning franchise. I feel as you, you can see from that list that I said, those are not winning franchises. No, I feel you, it, it, but but there's always going to be kind of like a revolving door because are you. So basically, are what what you're saying is you're predicting that how long are rookie contracts? Um, in a, four to five. It's four to five years. Okay. So what you're saying is every four years we're just gonna draft a quarterback instead of pay him. No, I'm not saying every four years you will. I'm just saying the trend of drafting. Like I'd rather take the risk. I'd rather go into the draft and get my QB than mm-hmm. to pay you. One thousand percent. But unless unless obviously if you're Aaron Rodgers, that won't reset the free agent exactly. market. Exactly. And and, and, and that, I and think it will because it's how? like because I because just like with the Giants, right? Mm-hmm. We could we could cut ties with Eli and, and draft the QB, but you were saying mm-hmm. why don't you trade to get Carr? Why don't okay, you I get you. get Foles or somebody like I'm like, why do that when no, I can no, get I, the money? No no I understand it from the Giants perspective, but let's talk about the Rams because it's very interesting. Okay. So let's say you know, golf is what in the second or third year, so you're gonna have to re him up in a year or two, mm-hmm. right? So let's say they move on from him. Don't you think that Cincinnati? You have said, don't you think there's a whole there's a whole bunch of teams that will pay this man the money? You're right. So, so therefore, the market is never gonna reset, even if there are but a quarter of the franchises doing what you're, you're saying. You're right, but I think within the next four to five years. You'll see the teams like the Minnesotas of the world. You'll see the teams like the uh, Atlanta Falcons. You'll see the teams who like, damn, we did pay Matt Ryan that much money. But the problem with damn, that, we did pay Kirk, uh, um, what's mm-hmm. his name? Yeah, Kirk Cousins, all that money, and we didn't even make the that's playoffs. True, but the problem with, and, and I, I understand your way of thinking, how you're looking mm-hmm, at it. Me too. But the problem with that logic is that you can't pay a guy that just came in the market the same price as somebody that's more experienced. Has been in there for ten years. No, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not saying it's going to go all the way down to rookie scale. I'm saying that it's not going to. Because right now the quarterback money it just keep going up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Jimmy G set the record with, or no, um, Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. set the record. What he got like 150 million or something like that. It's right now. It's just keep going up. I'm saying it gets. It's, some GM is going to be like he ain't worth it. But some GM is going to be like how I said in the beginning of the season. Aaron Rodgers ain't worth that. But to his point. Somebody will. Somebody will, but that's not, again, and that's not a winning franchise. And, 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 you can let no, but Cincinnati talking, can pay, for, but, 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 but not we're, necessarily. You're, you're focused on whether or not they're winning franchise. It's not the 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 crux of your argument is whether they're winning or not. We're talking about the market and what the market bears. Exactly. So as long as somebody willing out there to pay it, and then, and then here's the thing. Wait, hold on. So let me give you another example. Look at uh, the Broncos. Right? How many quarterbacks has John Elway drafted? Paxton Lynch. Somebody before him, Trevor Simeon. You know what I'm saying? So, and they haven't worked out to the point where he's right. Ra- he he rather go just trade for Joe Flacco. You Try know? Case Keenum didn't work it, out. Exactly. Let me just go get for Joe Flacco. Exactly. So 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 you're gonna have franchises, and then he's gonna get fired in the next year. He's not gonna get fired. Are you serious? You said you're telling me if if the Broncos don't get into the playoffs with a, a, a Super Bowl MVP quarterback. That he was, he's not gonna be on the hot seat. But, but, whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead, I'm, I'm telling go you ahead, what Kirk. he is. That's what go he. Ahead, that's Kirk. that's why he signed. I'm go not ahead, saying Kirk. that's what I believe, but that's Nick. why. Is that not why he signed him? Nick. And because he's sick, because you know, you know, you know, John Elway Nick. got a type. He like hold him on, tall. Kirk. He like him tall, dark, and handsome. <laughs> Nick. 
I know he won a Super Bowl, but everybody in the league and everybody outside the league know that Joe Flacco cannot play. And you're what, you're not saying I'm not disagreeing with you, but the, I'm saying it's because the Denver of those Bronco reasons. fan base know that Joe Flacco can't play. They know he's just reaching with this. Then one. why did he do it? Because he needs he needs to try something. Case he, Keenum ain't gonna do it he's, because he's, he can't draft them. He's got and, and, and and you also have to take into account that not every franchise can draft particular players. Mm-hmm. Look at New England with wide receivers; they can't draft them. Look look, look at almost every other uh, uh, organization; you, they can't draft. You act like quarterbacks are just New England did New England. Yeah, they can't draft wide receivers. But I'm just saying, but. Wide receivers aren't what you can buy a wide receiver. You can buy a running back. You can buy a tight end. You can buy an offensive line. You can even damn about buy a defense. Buy quarterbacks. You can't buy a quarterback. You only the GMs that last in this league draft quarterbacks. Look at it. It's it's, it's historical you, you, content. You, you got to, but but at the same time, you can't last in this league. You, if you, you don't draft. But quarterback can't be the revolving door. And, and because you're 100 percent right, right? Like uh, Thomas Dimitrov, the GM of the of the, of the Falcons, mm-hmm. the reason why he still has a job is because he who drafted Matt Ryan, who came after the whole Michael Vick Matt Schaub thing. It was yeah. Thomas Dimitrov. He drafted Matt Ryan. They re up Matt Ryan. He drafted and moved up to get who? Like you, you have to be able to acquire guys. And not only acquire them, you have to be able to pay them and then move on from them a year too early. But at the end of the day, I I get where you're coming from, but I I, I just because I can't see the quarterback position being a revolving door, and that's what you're proposing. But no, I, I'm only saying that because we're about to see. Uh, we're, right now, we're in a we're in a really interesting time as far as quarterbacks getting paid because we can we can. We could swallow the Aaron Rodgers. We could, as far as what they're getting paid, like mm-hmm. we could, we could understand that. We could see Tom Brady. We could see Drew Brees getting all that money. Dak Prescott, is he really worth that? Is 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 the market really worth Dak Prescott? As far as uh, him getting that money, is it is that does that make sense to you? Does it make sense for Jared Goff, for based off what you see in the Super Bowl, for him to get quarterback market money? Does it? Is yes. It, is it? Have Wait. we even seen anything from Jimmy G to justify what he got? No. When you, it's going to get to the point where, like, bro, why are we paying this guy? Now here's when the we thing. know he ain't the one that so, moved the so, needle so, for the so, team. So, so, I, so I get where you're coming from, and I think that the person that has the answer, and, and y'all can fact check me if I'm wrong. I think the person that has the answer to to, to what you're proposing is Dion, where he says, "Why are we paying?" quarterbacks the most amount of money we should pay people based off of talent yes right. not just by position so like so, the nba like the nba if you are it don't matter if you are six foot one point guard in terms of mike Connolly, or it don't matter if you Giannis Antetokounmpo, a six eleven, everything you get paid the same because that's what your value is and i think that may be more of the the change in the NFL in terms of markets than them just scaling quarterback. But down but I'm just saying only. something something will happen. But the but the NFL won't just do that based off of oh uh, it's just be, just because of this Dak Prescott. No, I think, I think it has to more, be so, it has to be something so drastic but rationally drastic that mm-hmm. it would, that's the only that's why I'm saying this whole rookie. Well, deal I, I thing. think you're seeing people kick up dust about it. I, we we started with. Um, who was the tight end that wanted Jimmy Graham? It started with Odell Beckham. So the conversations are starting to happen. Aaron Donald was another one. These people are starting. We're like, we're the best, but you guys have basically put a ceiling on what mm-hmm. we can 
get paid based on our position, even though we're almost as impactful mm-hmm. as, a as a quarterback. And you guys are paying quarterbacks that we know can't, can't play. play. Yep. So there's one thing, like you said, you have the tiers, the upper echelon guys, the Aaron Rodgers, the Brady's, uh, et cetera, right? We know that they deserve every single penny that they get because they are the reason why you win. Mm-hmm. But then you have guys like Aaron Donald, who's, we could argue, as many have, that is probably way more impactful on that team in terms of wins than Jared Off. So, and Gurley, right? They they are the ones that are really the driving force. And again, to your point, uh, Jared's contract is the one that That's gonna allows break the whole for team. that to happen. Yeah. But when he's up, and if he performs in the next two or three years, and he's no longer dependent on Sean McVay, then... He will be worth the money. But he has to show that within the next two years consistently. Of course. Because right now, the biggest thing that the Rams, the biggest ticket they got is like, bro, we had you with your rookie year, and we had you with Sean McVay. And these are two totally different people. So right now, we're going to pay you this amount of money. It's the same thing that Jerry Jones probably going to talk to Dak Prescott about. Yeah, they know, know what Dak Prescott we know, is. We, we know what you are with Zeke and without Zeke. We had a full season on both. And we're going to pay you this because of that. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and again, organizations. Going back to the, the Falcons. Uh, damn, uh, the Falcons, they they got their quarterback. Now, we can determine where he fits, but he got to a Super Bowl. That's a win. You know, and but, an MVP. And an MVP. So, that's a win. You know, and But then you look at um, Blake Bortles. Mm-hmm. The Jacksonville Jaguars, whoever's running the organization, I think you brought that up too, should have known better. Should be like, My okay. Guy. Oh, Tom Coughlin. Tom yeah, Tom Coughlin. Coughlin. He should have been like, okay, let's get out of here and let's go find us a guy. Yeah, we didn't need to re-up him. And they didn't need to re-up him. You it's know, the same so. thing you talked about with uh, NBA coaches. They do the same thing with NFL yeah, quarterbacks. Re-reci- they re-cycle. just recycle everybody. Yeah, I didn't, and I don't get it. Because, people, because, again, like I said, GMs get hired and fired based off quarterbacks. 1,000%, but that's also why I said that quarterbacks just don't grow on trees. Because, it, in theory, I understand what you're saying, but – you're not always going to be in a position to draft a guy that you know can be good. I disagree. At quarterback. I disagree like, because Philly wasn't in a position to draft a quarterback until they traded up and moved up to get Carson Wentz. But they were same in need thing, of a same, quarterback. Same thing with the Rams. Same thing with the. Uh, but a quarterback came the, along the skin, from Philly with, with Washington Red, uh, Redskins when they uh, traded up to get RG three. Like uh, same thing with the Chiefs. And RG three was had, only good for one year. Yeah, but. That was only, but that was. I'm talking, but that one year he won rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. And if he wasn't injured, we don't know what if if that if if Mike Shanahan was smart enough to say, "All right, bro, sit out. We ain't gonna play you this." Yeah, gonna say, that, that wasn't even. But Mike I also Sh- think it depends on the talent that's in the in in the. Yeah, draft but, exactly. But uh, the Chiefs traded up to get Patrick Mahomes. Like you could, but like we, lead, we that, act like that the, draft class was talented when it comes mm-hmm. to quarterbacks. Yes, so. it was. It was. But I'm just saying, like this the, one is. We so can't what do, you do now. We can't act like uh, we don't know that yet because somebody's gonna trade up. I guarantee. No, no. no I'm just up. saying this one. And you just said it earlier, it, it, it's an O-line league. It's a defensive league. We've been saying that this whole – Yeah, but like I said, since the golf and uh, Wentz uh, ch- uh, draft, you can get three quarterbacks every year. No matter – I mean, and not all, and not, chances on three quarterbacks. Yeah, but I mean, but they've panned out so far. Even and this past draft, we had five. I'm not hearing anybody talk about – what's the other guy that, from Duke? Oh, you're talking about Daniel Jones? I've heard people talk about Drew no, Locke. He, no, he's a – right now, you have, because the draft isn't coming up yet, you, you're going to hear a lot oh, more Oh, they're going to hyping them up because they got a product to sell. Well, the mm-hmm. same thing with Kyler Murray. That's hype. 
But you don't. So you don't think he's going to translate in the NFL? I don't know yet, to be honest. But you think Dwayne Haskins will? What? They're both. They're both. They're both on a fifty-fifty scale. We don't know if they could be a boom or bust. They ain't no fifty. I hope not. If he with the Giants, when it comes to my black quarterbacks, I'm right, except for Jamarcus Russell. Although I wasn't that big on him. But no, nah, man, I, I, I just, remember I was slow to Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. And then I saw, then I sat in that Penn State. That like, Penn State game was it for me. As soon as I saw nah, that Penn State he game. still looked a little iffy. But either way, um, the Hawks, man, because we, we can debate that one for a while. But we'll see what happens. The Hawks. Mm-hmm. Kyle sent us the article. I just kind of. I thought you wanted to uh, cover A.B. Or we, yes. You want to end we'll on get to, we'll, we'll, we'll get to the Hawks next okay. after A.B. Yeah, we'll go to the Hawks. we get in on the Hawks. Um. Look, I just go back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do be like what how Max Kellerman say the same shit over and over again. <laughs> nah, just playing. But uh, look, I I said it way in the beginning that I would get rid of Bell and Antonio Brown, um, before it even became a thing. And now it's a thing. Granted, it's a little bit different. Bell just didn't come to work. AB is like, yo, I'm tired. I'm ready to be traded. Although he's been problematic the whole season, and now he's finally officially demanded a trade. Mm-hmm. They met, he mm-hmm. and Art Rooney uh, II, and they've agreed to part ways, and here we are. My thing with Antonio Brown, and this is the reason why I said we would trade him, is because of everything he's doing now, to the point where he's scaring away other teams. Yeah, uh, you think so, that's a smokescreen? Yeah, a little bit. Because, because, not really. I, I yeah. you, Have you seen all the stuff he's done since the beginning of the yeah. season? Look, 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 look. Even look. off the field? Do, do you remember all the shit T.O. T. did? And mm-hmm. I'm glad you said that because we do have evidence of T.O. behaving and then showing out again. Mm-hmm. No, we, we we do. But I, but but the reason why I'm saying. Is that the career that you want A.B. to have? No, no, no. That's not. That's no, exactly that, where he's going. I know. Okay. I know. But but at the end of the day, there's always going to be five to eight teams, regardless of how crazy he is off the field. I do agree with this. All of the antics, yeah, they're going to take him. And those are not the they, teams that he want, but he's going to go there. But, he, but he, okay, so so, 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 he, so, so here's the thing, out. right? Like, they're talking about possibly the Rams. What do you mean he don't want to go to L.A.? What do you, like, what do you mean? What can L.A. give up? Uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Julius. But, but, but we also don't know. Jared. They might they, they might just cut AB because we don't know teams how much they're willing to give up. It's probably gonna be a couple of draft picks and a player or something like that, right? So if the Steelers can't get exactly what they want, they're just gonna cut them because the NFL works that way. You know? What yeah, I'm but saying? They, but they, but they're not gonna eat that dead space like that. Yeah, that's a lot of money they're gonna eat. This is like six. They won't million. cut him. They'll just hold him. Okay. Well, either yeah, they, way. It, it's same thing like like uh what uh my man from Amazon should have done. He's a cheaper to keeper. Sometimes it's just cheaper to keep them. Like I'm not gonna eat um, that money. But but you know the Chiefs, the Colts. There, there's teams that will still take a B. Doesn't matter what is happening off. The I agree. Field. I agree. You know because just, he's too talented. But it's just like. But at the same time, what he, to me what he's saying is going is is contradicting his actions, because he says I want to win. I it's it just uh. It's not about like all this other crazy stuff. It, it wasn't me. It was them. And it's like, well, bro, like, what did you do to help? Did you like the the mm-hmm. fact that you didn't play in that game against a division rival, which was important for you to get to the playoffs, mm-hmm. even though there was other factors that could have prevented you getting the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And the fact that y'all couldn't even do y'all job to get there because of you, and you're one of you're saying that you're one of the best players that you should get quarterback money. 
And then on top of that, you're demanding quarterback money. Having a hissy fit. Having a hissy fit. And then on top of that, you got off the field issues. There was a domestic violence case that didn't get mm-hmm. picked up, but mm-hmm. that was that's there too. Especially if, if they willing to cut Kareem Hunt, who right now is in a, is in a better position as far as uh, youth-wise to get more money down the line than mm-hmm. you are. Come on, man. No, I, come on. Like, look, 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 I'm, I'm not arguing or or refuting anything or any of the statements that you made. But at the end of the day, the same way that there's bad franchises that'll pay quarterbacks, recycled quarterbacks, crazy money, there are teams that are going to give up whatever it takes to get a guy like that just because of the talent and because that team is probably going to be either devoid or they just want to add more firepower to, to their offense. That, that Let's be honest. Let's just look at the history of the NFL. Problematic guys still have jobs. Yes. They always will. They always yes. have, especially when they're as talented as AB. Yes. And, and and that's all that's what I'm saying. I'm not arguing. I 100% agree. And if I was a GM, depending on what my squad was, I may or may not add that to the locker room. You know what I'm saying? But that that's something that you literally have to look at and be like, hmm, does he fit? What can we give up? Because he's just that talented. You just, you have to. You it has to be a consideration. I, I, this so what you're a, saying is that you wouldn't even consider him. He ain't worth it. Ooh. He ain't worth it. I if might he, be with Nick on this one. He ain't, think, think, I, I'm only saying this because of this. All right. How many teams have a quarterback as good as Big Ben? And, I'm, and, I'm, and again, I'm going to get to Big Ben. Mm-hmm. But how many teams have a quarterback as good as Big how, Ben? Half of the league. Half of the league? Yeah. I say. Half of the league. Give or take one or two. I'll three, say maybe. Ten, 10 to 12 teams. Is that what you're saying? I, I'm saying more. We're in the ballpark. Okay. How many teams have an uh, offensive line as good as the Steelers? Uh, half of that, so like eight, nine. How many teams have had a, a running game as good as the Steelers the last few years? Uh, five. How many teams have good coaching, a good head coach like the Steelers? In the five. Last? He couldn't, with, with this player who's top, he's one or two in his position, right? Mm-hmm. He couldn't even get you to the playoffs. What can he do for my franchise? With all that being on his team mm-hmm. with to help him succeed, he couldn't even get that help that team get into the playoffs. So what can what would if I'm a team that's gonna pick him up, I'm thinking he's I need I'm one or two players away from getting to the Super Bowl. He can't even get you to the playoffs. See, but 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 there's a difference when you already have a playoff team, right? And you just need that extra to get you over the top. Like, A.B. will be that extra to get you over. How can you say that when this is – the Steelers every year, what do we always say? They, they should be – they're a Super Bowl contender. Mm-hmm. It's between them and the Pats. Mm-hmm. Until, the, until we saw but, Patrick Mahomes, it was them and the Pats. But, but, here, but, here, but here's the For thing. the last three years. Well, well, the, the teams that I believe will take a flyer on him, he won't necessarily – if he is their number one wide receiver, they got hella other options. The Steelers have been kind of uh, uh, before they got Juju, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They've been pretty much uh, uh, it's been a rotation as the second best wide receiver out there, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, they um, Martavis Bryant, Martavis Bryant. Um, who who who's been their tight end? Uh, Jesse James, but they've been they've been going through a lot of tight you know, ends. So the Le'Veon takes off a lot of pressure of. The, the number one wide receiver, mm-hmm. right? A great running back takes a lot of pressure off that number one wide receiver because now that safety, he can't just be out there double covering. You got to come up and run support and things like, of that nature. 
the teams that I mentioned, like the Rams, Kansas City, the Colts, right? These AB would be going to a situation where he would literally be, if he is considered the number one guy, the number two guy is just as good as him, mm-hmm. right? Or as impactful. Maybe not as good talent-wise. AB can do a lot of more things. But in terms of numbers and what that other player, wide receiver, or receiving threat means to that team is as impactful as AB. That makes you extremely dangerous. And to me, for those teams, it gets you closer to that Super Bowl. And I'm saying for you, the blueprint is the Steelers for the exact scenario you're talking about. And with that team that he was on, he couldn't even get them to the playoffs. I feel because you. like what better number is two that than, to say? what better number two than you have with Juju? If you're talking about the Chiefs, that I mean you're basically saying Tyreek Hill would be Juju. Why are you placing why are you placing that all on him though? I'm not placing all on him. I, I told you I'm gonna get to Big Ben. My argument was we were talking about what teams would take flyers on A B and I said he's not worth it based on the situation he's leaving from. Everything I need to see is right there. You just mentioned that the Steelers holistically are five, are only there's only five other teams that are in that same position, mm-hmm. and those are the teams that if realistically should take a flyer on him if you want to get to the Super Bowl if not win a Super mm-hmm. Bowl, and if he can't do that for that team who in the last three years have been the top two team or supposed to be the top two team in the AFC the whole conference and he still couldn't even get into playoffs this season let alone get I don't know when the last time they were in the AFC championship but, but, game and that's why I think it's unfair because they've been to the playoffs like. Every year, damn near. But Every they, year, but, this year, so. but what do we always say? Why, damn, why? Like, I, I, I know that. I'm just oh, saying. I spoke I, the last but time. to say that he can't get them to the playoffs this season is like saying he but can't it, get them to the playoffs at all. No, no, no. I'm not. I just saying, think it's an I'm, unfair well, he, statement well, to say. To well, cast for one, one he ain't, he ain't getting no younger, and for two, he ain't playing with no. There's only five quarterback, top five quarterbacks. I, I just, I just take issue with him not being able to get them to the. No, I'm just playoffs say, I'm saying it's happened since he's been there. No, I'm just saying like there's only five quarterbacks that give you that are as uh, competent as Big Ben as far as the the quarterback that he would need to succeed to produce those numbers, right? And I mean, yeah, they're, 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 and, and there's, there's only and five, there's but. only uh, five teams that have a collection of talent that's Super Bowl caliber with a head coach to go with it that you trust. I'm just saying, like, what are we doing here then? Like, well, I'm, I'm going to give up all these draft picks. I'm going to give up some players. I'm going to give up this to get it him It depends on what? the structure of the team, exactly. obviously, the quarterback, the talent, the coach. I mean, you know, you know That's this. every There's, year, though. I know, and but seen, I'm just saying, we, we can't. Like, I, where, where does he fit perfect? They were just in the Super Bowl, New England. New England don't have that. And then, but then, but then again, of course, if he go to New England, he's going to get a ring. But that's not that's more New England than him, right? I feel you. And, and, and all I'm saying is, is that the play, the, the, the New the England don't the, need him. But the majority of the places that I say that he would that he should go to, it's more about the collection of what they already have versus AB. And I'll, and I'll even say this one final note that should be the trump card. When was the last time a superstar wide receiver won a Super Bowl for a team? I understand that. I mean, we yeah, it's we know Jerry that. Rice. We going back to the '80s. Yeah, we know that. So we then, know that. again, what are we talking about? But, Is he worth it? Because he gonna ask for money too. Let's not well, get. He's already been paid, too. but no, he's gonna ask for a new he's gonna ask for more money. Yeah, I understand, but. At the end of the day, man, the, the the brother produced. I understand from a fan perspective, AB is that dude. And if, but if, as a GM hat, if we wearing the hats, as a GM, I ain't hat, taking no flyer on him. I, I'm saying I, that I would not. Teams, I, but certain teams. But, 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 here, but here's the thing: you're, 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 if you're, I'm looking at the Cardinals, 
if I'm looking at San Francisco, and, Cardinals, and that's the thing. Hold with, on, that, with that sensitive QB you got already. No, no, no. The Cardinals, no. But but you're looking at it as you being just a GM. Where you're not looking at it as being a particular GM of an organization. So if you're the Colts, you have to strongly consider bringing AB in. Strongly, if you're New England, you strongly have to consider giving yeah. up some of those twelve draft picks you have in this upcoming draft to go get AB. Like like there's just certain teams that. Look, he's gonna land somewhere. That that that's unquestioned. He is not gonna play for the Steelers next year. Somebody's gonna trade for him, and I think that he will have an impact wherever he goes. Now, he's still one of the hardest working, most productive uh, NFL players. Hardest working. Come on, when you quit, you quit on your team, man. He, I'm, he's I'm not diva. talking about that's him showing diva. up. I'm that's talking about that's, cool. that's work. That's work. But that's being a diva. That's Every, being a diva. I, I I follow this man. This man works out all the time. I'm not saying he's he the hardest shape. working out but player. Like, he 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 puts in the work. At this point in time, I expect everybody to be in shape. You a prof- you're a professional they're, but they're athlete. Not, you should yeah. be in shape. But not everybody not is. But they're not. I don't know a lot of players. That I don't. Work but I'm just saying, I'm not going to give you a pat on the back because you in shape. Oh, you in shape. It, okay, it, great. It, what else? It, what it, else is new? Because you know why? Everybody cut at that position. Because with him. It means that he's going to stay productive on the field because he's he's basically like LeBron James. He takes care of his body, he works out, and he's going to be ready to play on the field. Well, then I guess just like LeBron, he ain't gonna make the playoffs either. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So talking about basketball, <laughs> these Hawks. Go ahead, Ken. Um, yeah, Kyle sent us an article, man, about why the Hawks made the trade. We've debated it on here, and basically, um, Travis and I can't say his last name. Um, starts with an S, outline pretty much kind of what FIBO is outlined uh, since we started talking about the reasons why. And they wanted to do it for assets. They were really comfortable with anybody in, in that window, I think, mm-hmm. through the first nine picks. They said that there was they were comfortable with five to six guys in this particular draft mm-hmm. of drafting. So. And they said that the only way that they were going to move down was to get another draft pick. And they said that they were going to take Luca. They said it, it, they, they was hitting up the agent, setting up the press, and that's when Dallas called. And Dallas said, hey, we'll give you another pick uh, next year. And, 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 here, and here, here's the big thing, right? Draft day, I told you I was a good pick because I had a feeling regardless of whatever free agents of this, that, and the third, right, that they got, I felt that Dallas wasn't going to make the playoffs. Now, I didn't think that they were going to be like number one pick territory, right? But I definitely felt that the Hawks were going to win this trade because they were going to get two draft picks in this draft, including taking trade in the in, in, the, in the current draft. And neither did they. So he says, for us, what, what, what made it make sense was our analytics staff was predicting that Dallas would finish eighth this year. Right now, I think yeah, they're 10th. Yep. And then he says, I've always taken the strategy with the draft to use a baseball strategy. The more swings you get, yep. the more chances you have yep. to get a hit. Yep. And, and I think that, again, you know, with um, their GM, with their head coach, uh, I, I, y'all know me, I'm bad with names, but I know that they came from the Golden State organization. And if you look at what they're doing, what they're building, I've been saying it all year, Huter starting to come into his own. They hit on that draft pick. Yeah, they, they did. definitely hit on my guy Trey Young. They hit on John Collins. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if they can get their hands on Cam Reddish this upcoming draft or Zion, I'm t- yo the Hawks in three to seven years. 
I know, I know that's a big, that's a big ass window. That's a big window. But in that time frame, they are going to be extremely competitive. Like I, like in the first two to four years, I don't know if they're going to make playoffs. But in that fourth to to seventh year, they're going to start getting into the playoffs, getting their ass whooped. Like I always said, they're 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 they're, they're going to get through those lumps. And when these guys develop, they're going to be a problem. I don't I don't know if you guys watch Hawks basketball like that, but this dude Huter, ever since uh, what's his name got hurt, Torian Torian Prince, Huter has stepped up, and he is like the future boy, two. Man. Three man, and if you get Cam Reddish to add to that, oh my God! I'm telling you, the, the Hawks, even though Dallas uh, picked up Kristaps Porzingis, mm-hmm. I mean that. Uh, uh, did I say Dallas? Or did I said Hawks. Either way, you said Dallas. The, even though Dallas traded for Kristaps and they have Luca, the Hawks are in position to have three or four guys. That's the difference, and that's why I said that the Hawks won that trade. The only thing is that um, has to be six or lower. Yeah, and the owner um, of the Dallas Mavericks, Mark Cuban, Mark Cuban, came out and said that they may start tanking to try to keep the pick. <laughs> but uh, right now, which according was part, to this, which was part of the reason of that trade. Just look, look, look at look at that trade. Right, you are trading all veteran guys. Wesley Matthews, DeAndre Jordan, uh, who was the Harrison Barnes? Mm-hmm. Who, there's a there's another person they gave up too. I can't think of his name right now. There's oh, only three. Um, they gave up somebody else too. Who was he? Well, regardless, all those guys I named mm-hmm. have been to the second round of the playoffs or higher, or champions in Harrison Barnes' case. Right? Did he? He won a ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he won. Yeah, he won the first ring. So, 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 what does that say? Like, what message does that send? We're not playing for this year. We're not trying to make the playoffs. And here's the thing: Luca is good enough that I don't see them falling lower than eleven or twelve. I don't think they're gonna. Be, I think they're tenth right now. They're tenth right now. Luca's too good for that, and and, and that's saying a lot. That because he he literally out there by himself. Who, yeah. who else he got? You got Tim Hardaway Jr. now, you know, uh, but he don't got no no real established veterans with him. They're, they're, I think they're going to maintain 10 to 11. I think that they're not going to get that pick this year. I think that it's going to fall outside of five, and I think the Hawks are going to maximize those two draft picks, and I think the Hawks won that. I told you guys that draft day when right, it happened. Right now, according to NBADraft.net, their latest mock draft as of February 9th um, has the Hawks picking fifth, and they're projecting him, them to pick Cam Reddish. So the top five is Zion to the Knicks, Jay Morant to Phoenix, R.J. Barrett to Cleveland, Rua Hachimura to Chicago, and Cam to the Hawks. And then the 12th pick, which I think would be the Dallas pick, they have them picking up Charles Bassey. Mm. I don't know who that is, but... Big man. I mean, uh, I know who he is, yeah. but I don't I, know if I like the pick. No, I, I, I like him, and the reason why I like him for the Hawks is because John Collins is kind of playing himself into a four. a four. A four that can play five or a five that can play four, however you want to say it, semantics. But he, his game is rounding out. He had not say he's consistent, he's great, but he has a three-point shot you know that what? he's added. That would fit. That would fit. I just did the roster in my head. Mm-hmm. Trey, Cooter. 
Cam Collins basketball. Yes. Yes. I love that. I feel like this article came out as far as his explanation for getting Trey over Luka. It's similar to the uh, conversation with Magic as far as why did you pick Lonzo over De'Aaron Fox. Mm-hmm. I, and I think his I think his explanation makes more sense than what Magic gave us. But at the same time, people are like, "Bruh, you like what's up? You it, it, he either, he should either hit before his contract up, or we you gonna have to answer some serious questions." Well, well here's the thing: the the main difference with um, Lonzo over De'Arian was that there was no real business involved and no other assets. It was literally just a selection. Where with the Hawks, we could have kept Luca and been fine. Or we made a business decision and got more and still got a guy and, and got the second best rookie in the draft. And I like Luca. Luca obviously can play. The media loves him. They loved mm-hmm. him before it even happened. Yep. They love Trey Young too, but obviously they don't love him anymore. Well, well, he, he, he toward the end of that season because teams started just yeah, blitzing yeah, yeah, yeah. him and trying to take him he, out the and game. Then he didn't take his team far in the uh, yeah. The, so so yeah. so that's the reason why people felt out of love with Trey. So the media, yeah. Because, and I guess what I was saying is that it's not like Trey Young is 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 playing like shit. No, nah, no, nah, he's not. Garbage. You know, and, and and that's the thing that I think people are people are missing exactly that that Trey Young can play, and they have another asset. People are so caught up in just Luca, mm-hmm. you know, that they're missing out that Trey Young is actually a really good player. Like, he's definitely proven that he was a lottery pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, when, when, when all of this happened draft day, a couple of days after, I read an article uh, that Bill Simmons wrote, and he said this is the reason why the Hawks are always bad. And I wish we could have brought him on the show so I could give him the spiel. And he, he could he could have disagreed, but I know that I was going to win in the end because at the end of the day, Trey ain't chop, chop liver. Trey is literally the second best rookie in this draft. Tell me somebody that's better. And, and the reason why I know that, I don't watch every single Hogs game. Sometimes it's very hard to watch. However, I look at all of their box scores. And the, reason, the only reason why I look at their box scores is because I want to see what Trey is doing. And the nights that he goes two for 13, two for 15, two for 18, the man is still getting 10, 11 assists. And, and, and Lucas had some bad shooting nights, too. He yeah, has. He just has had more highlights than Trey Young this year. He has, and he's averaging 20. Yeah, yeah, bro. That's not easy for a rookie. 25 and... I mean, Trey... No, no, 20. 16. He's like 20.7. No, I'm saying, like, his his whole stat line is, like, 25. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, a, it's like well-rounded. Yes, yeah, it's yeah, well-rounded. Yeah, and it's only going to get better. Yeah, and Trey is, what, 16, and 4, and, and damn near 8. Oh, I yeah, think eight, about 8 yeah, assists. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, he's top 10 in the so, league. And, but he's a point guard, so he's not going to be... And I don't even think he's the primary scoring option. He's four points under Exactly. Luka. Exactly. So. And, and, and what, what's the main thing that I always say outside of all of these young cats need three to five years? The main thing that every young player needs to improve first to, be, to get paid is consistency. And the thing that we knew about Trey Young is that maybe you're not consistent, but you got dumb range. Outside of Steph, if we're just talking range, and when I'm not talking the percentages, the skills competition. we saw it in the skills competition. You saw it in the Rising Stars. Yeah. We saw it there too. That. He has dumb range. He's going to become more consistent. Was Steph Curry this consistent when he came out of college? No. But he was a better shooter, natural born shooter, but he wasn't this consistent in his game. Yeah. Luca, 
has superstar potential. We don't know that about Trey mm-hmm. Young. People, when they look at this and they evaluate the trade, they only look at the swap. Yep. Nobody yep. considers the picks. Yep. Out, outside of us. And they're not considering the, the actual draft class in which they're getting those picks. Right. Nobody goes that in-depth. Like, we... Well, 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 obviously Bill Simmons did, and, and mm. I, I, he considered the draft picks too. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I think I don't think he really considered draft picks. I think he just looked at the trade. Yeah, I think he's. This trade sounds down. like he just looked. Like I, th- I think he was like, oh, you got a draft pick and you got Trey Young, but you gave up on one of the, you gave up on the rookie of the year of he's, a future. What they think is a future. Who dark. could be the? Who could be? Uh, who's right now in comparison going to be the next LeBron? But. As far as in comparison, stat wise and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, he, he he's not LeBron I'm in not terms saying, of athletic ability. Yeah. But if you strip down the athlete, the athletic ability, they're very similar. And Luca's a better shooter than LeBron. Yeah, we can find other guys there that are way better shooter than LeBron, LeBron as a rookie. Stat wise, who? I mean, if we as, just if we just rookie? strip the way I'm talking the about his project, his projection wise project. Like if he does, I don't want to get Le- stuck on this. It just, just sounds. Uh, it just, just it does sound. You just don't want the great white man. hype era. This no, I, I I actually love Luca, man. Um, this but great, I also think he's. I think he's closer to his ceiling. He is. I, I don't think so. I think I think, he I think he can shoot better. Consistency. Oh yeah, yeah. He'll be able to do that. But 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 here's the thing. I don't think he's going to be able to do much more than what he's doing now. What is? What do you? What do you mean? Where can he go? Twenty five points. He can. He 30? can score more. He can score more. He could be a twenty four. If he shot more, yeah, he could. He could be a twenty four, twenty five. Especially with Przingis going to be there, he gonna open up. Open it up. And what? Him. What impact will Przingis have on Luca? Positive stats. Pick and roll. I was say it's, no. It's, I'm just it's talking assist about going up. Uh, shot. I think his efficiency. No, it'll be positive. But we'll, I mean. You know, is is this all we're gonna get from Luca? No, no, no. I and, and you know what? Me and ceilings. That's another thing that I always take into account when we're looking at young players mm-hmm. and things of that nature. And when I look at Luca, I 100% agree with you, Ken. He's closer to his ceiling than what Trey Young is. Trey, like if if they're both here, this is Luca and this is his ceiling. This is Trey Young and this is his ceiling. I think Trey Young has a way bigger ceiling because he can get better. Or he could get more. He could, he can become more physical. Mm-hmm. He can become more consistent. He can become. Uh, he can get better shot IQ. Where mm-hmm. Luca, he already, his shot IQ is already very high. It's not, it, it can only get but so much better. It, it, it doesn't. He's not going to improve drastically there. Where Trey Young can improve drastically there. He's already scoring sixteen. Um, shot selection. Luca's already great because he's been a pro since 15. Right. You, how much better can he get there? Trey Young can get a lot better at the NBA level. Trey Young in the in the places where he needs to improve can improve way more than where Luca needs can improve because Luca is almost already polished. Luca is almost the, the 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 final version of himself because he's been so because he's a pro for he's so long player. already. Trey Young's ceiling is way higher. And I'm not saying that he's going to hit it, but if he hits it, he has the potential to be better than Luka. And, and that's the reason. And I, I said this draft night when we, when we covered it. That's why I like Trey, because Trey's potential, to me, is still higher than Luka. Luka was just more ready today. To, like, just like R.J. Barrett. 
right? R.J. Barrett, to me, is the most ready NBA player in this draft. He's going to come in, and I think that that is the best uh, uh, pick for Cleveland. They don't need to take Zion. They need to take R.J. Barrett. But R.J. Barrett is going to come in, and he can impact right away, right? But his ceiling is not that high. Cam Reddish's ceiling, to me, is higher. Zion's ceiling is higher. But R.J.'s ready today. And that's for that reason. Those reasons, I've been clamoring the entire NBA season. I love what the Hawks are doing, man. And I'm telling you, I don't know if Trey's going to hit all of all of those uh, milestones to get him to, to, to reach a ceiling. But even if he gets halfway with the other guys that they're going to be able to draft up, like draft c- coming up, they won the trade. They won the trade, hands down. I, I Honestly, I think Mark Cuban was very savvy in everything he did, but I think he gave up a lot to get his dynamic yeah. duo. I love watching Luca play. I love everything about him. I just, I wonder if he, I mean, I wonder what type of impact, I do wonder what type of impact he would have had if he was here in Atlanta in terms of oh. fit. I, okay, so so if if he was here, I definitely think we would win more games than what we currently have. Um, I still think that they take Huter. I think Huter still has the impact that he has. I think we would just be maybe a year or two ahead of the rebuild process. He doesn't feel like a hawk. He doesn't. I think that's the other thing. You 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 know why? Because who uh, Luca? Yeah, because. Yeah, Atlanta yeah, as a city, we're kind of flashy. Yeah. And, and Luca's super he's, nice. He's Yeah, he's nice. He's flashy on the court. Yeah, but but tr- but Trey to me is 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 just sexier. He he brings more more flamboyancy. Like like the deep 3. To be honest, for me it's just for, like international players I feel like are better suited for smaller markets. Like I, I like if you think about a Dirk Dallas, uh, Tim Duncan, Manu, Tony Parker, San Antonio. You look at um, who else am I thinking of? But like there's like there's certain teams where it's just like like could you see Dirk in Atlanta? Could you see Tim Duncan in Los Angeles? Like there's just certain teams like yeah. smaller markets yeah. like they kind of fit around yeah. like oh like you're the it main attraction. It feels better. Yeah, it feels better. And then I'll there's so many that. other factors like. The, the the coaching and the the, mm-hmm. the drafting style of play style of play like dirt would have could have never turned into dirt he could have mm-hmm. you know here in Atlanta Luca mm-hmm. would have still been productive but he just would have been he could have been Hooter because yeah, you know because th- th- think about like when, when you were going through all of the players um oh, I just had him I just had him he went to San Antonio and was nice but he was drafted uh, by Atlanta. They didn't know what to do with him. What the hell's his name? Ah, I see. He's a power forward. He's from France. Oh, man. What's his name? What's his name? What's his name? They didn't know what to do with him. And basically, he kind of bounced around until he got to San Antonio. Did he play with the Spurs? Yes. With San Antonio. And Pop had him as a stretch forward. I I know you're talking about. Uh, Uh... Boris Diaw. Boris Diaw. The Hawks drafted Boris Diaw. Ain't know what to do. Oh, we gonna put him in the post. Yeah. But this guy was a ball handler, playmaker, Draymond Green esque. You know what I'm saying? And and, and sometimes it, it may be the city, maybe the organization, but 
foreign born players, there 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 is a certain level of coaching or massaging or working in or understanding that you have to have for them to be able to be productive in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And Dallas has had it, San Antonio has had it, and Atlanta hasn't had that. Yeah. But I feel like they're turning it around because they've hit on their draft picks. So yes. Far. Yes. All of them. In John the Collins, Torian, all of them. All of them. They all can ball. Yeah. They they used to screw. And I like Omar. That Spellman kid look like he'll be a good role player and, and productive. Um, it feels like they're finally starting to figure some things out. And in the past, they haven't. I'm going to put it to you like this. I feel that the Hawks as a franchise turned the corner from being a purgatory team to being a, a team that you – Obviously, it hasn't always translated to wins, but a team that you have to take seriously once they hire Danny Ferry. Because I feel... Oh, the guy that... that the, yes. the racist guy? Yes, Ken. Yes, Ken. <laughs> yes, I'm, Ken. I'm joking. <laughs> but um, I feel that once they hired Danny Ferry, it legitimized us as a real organization trying to make moves. Obviously, the Danny Ferry era didn't all the way work out. I think he was still a great GM for us. Who did he bring? B- Coach Bud. And what did Coach Bud do? Take all of these guys, minus Josh Smith and Joe Johnson, and make four of these guys into all-stars and got us as the number one seed in the East. Obviously, we were devoid of a superstar, which is the reason why we couldn't beat the Cavs, right? But ever since that point, our trajectory has been here. And, right, I feel that we've, we've always held on too long and overpaid the guys. Joe Johnson. Right? But... Once we hired Danny Ferry as an organization, we started moving on quicker. What did we do? We got rid of Jeff T. Let's see what Schroeder got. Schroeder ain't got nothing. Let's send him off to OKC. Let's draft our young point guard. And now they're starting to make the moves that successful organizations make. And, and, and that's why I'm, I've been so excited about the Hawks. Because because I've seen it, I've I've seen them be you know we're gonna buy our draft or buy our championship mm-hmm. and try to do all of this stuff, and we get to the second round and lose every single year. We can't draft right. I, I Marvin Williams, you know what I'm saying? We missed on Darren Williams Chris and or CP. Yep. You're know saying that draft like like we have definitely did a complete 180, and we're one of those organizations. I feel that in the next three to five years. People are going to try to model what we've done because what the level of the, the level of success the Hawks are going to have, everybody's going to want to do it, and, and everybody can't do it. Uh, last thing, then we'll close it out. C.J. Anderson, I don't know if you guys heard about this. Yeah, it was on Undisputed, and he said that uh, that girl it was hurt a little bit more than people thought, and that uh, he thinks it was a sprained knee. And uh, said it's uh, the same inj- knee injury he's had before in his career. And um, and that's that. Girl, he still hasn't said anything, but C.J. Anderson out here talking. So that may explain some things. I mean, we're getting some answers. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it don't even matter. I really feel like it doesn't. It matters for me. I just need to know. You, I had a feeling because – Todd Gurley's a workhorse. Yes. And if he's not out there, there there's a reason why he's not out there. But I, I did feel in the Super Bowl he had a couple of plays where it felt like they could turn the momentum with he him. He had enough to get to get Maybe to that maybe after those plays he was like, bro, like yeah, I'm hurt. Yeah. yeah. You know, you never know. But with a guy like that 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 talented, man, you if he's not out there, there's something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. 
right, well. Oh, there was one thing I wanted to read from Reddit. Um, it was just about Russ. So, good steel Etsy, and I think it's good straight edge. Um, said, as an OKC fan, I will say this about Russ. It's not his knee, but his ankle. After he sprained his ankle, he came back different. He didn't look like the same Russ. He was driving to the hoop. He wasn't ducking, and because he wasn't driving to the hoop as often, he wasn't getting to the line. When he did get, did get to the line, oh, man, he looked like Shaq. He here recently, he's looking more like himself again. He got fouled on three point two, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I don't know, but I, I thought it was interesting that he's that as a fan, he thinks his, his ankle and not his knee. To be honest, Russ has been – He's he's had a lot of surgeries over the last he few has. years, and it's been gone quiet because it's mostly during the off season. Yeah, but and he comes back like nothing happened. Yeah, and he's still averaging a triple double. Yep. So something. Is yeah. Happening. No. So and, and like I said, twenty percentage points less. That's no ankle, bro. I've had yeah. I've hooped on twisted. But I can still shoot. <laughs> yeah. That, that 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 ain't that. I don't know what it is. I can't explain it. The only thing I. My saving grace is this. If he gets back to normal next year, it was just an anomaly. Mm -hmm. He sweep it under the rug. It is what it is. And I, I think it could be that. I think I think that's what I it think is. the surgery, I think he'll be more comfortable and he'll uh he'll be ready to play and and that'll be that. But you better thank God for uh Paul yeah, George. He's, he's, God dang. I don't know what he did. He offered him forty acres and a meal to stay in OKC. I don't know. Something. Yeah, I think money, he man. offered him the keys. He was like, Man, you got it, you the man. And that's it. The one thing he wouldn't give to Durant. So he said, this is the one thing LeBron can't give you. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, man, we're going to close it out, man. We'll catch you guys next time. We out.